gotta beat the man! And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. With a million... Pod, Mike, James, into our sixth year, believe it or not, January the 13th. Is it five years? Is it five years or six years? Uh, well, <laughs> um, six years. We're into six our years. sixth. Well, actually, yeah, we've done six years. We're into our seventh, and really, Seventh we? year, yeah. In, in a way, really, when you think about it, because we've done our six years. But anyway, whatever happens, Mike, Monday, 13th of January, 2014, first mm-hmm. time we podcasted this year. News, Daniel Bryan, what's going on? Other news, and... Well, potentially uh, a more far-reaching in the long term, WWE Network. Mm. Lots of things have been happening over the last uh, bit. Month, year. Um, yes, that's what they're called, yes. <laughs> I mean, Times. yes, well, what would you like, what would you like, like to talk about first? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we had obviously uh, a few notable news on uh, the, um, oh, the uh, old school Raw, you know, of seeing Jake the Snake Roberts and things, which was yep. fantastic. That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was brilliant. But what would you like to talk about first, Mike? Uh, shopping. Really? Excellent. And how, January sales, how is it these days? I picked up a nice bit of gammon today that I had for my lunch. Gammon? Gammon. Salty, yes. salty pork. Pardon? Salty pork. I thought that was my nickname. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was... So where do you want to start? I mean, as we've got Daniel Bryan with the wires, we've got Batista coming back. We've got the oh, network. Yes, of course. Shall we, shall we talk about Batista first? Yes, yes. January the 20th, which is next week. It is actually yes. It's 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 creeping up. It's creeping up on us. And that's well, the week before the re. That's the six week. days before the rumble. Yeah. Yeah, six days before the rumble. Yes, it's, it's more importantly, day. Mike. Six yes. days before we record the rumble commentary. I can't wait. Absolutely, should be good. Live, we're recording it. Live to tape. Live to tape. Yes, abso- absolutely. And then when you watch the Rumble the next day, or watch the repeat or whatever, you can do it while listening to us. We're really funny. Yes, yes, you are. Um, you are too. Uh, you well, are too. I, yeah. don't, well, I, don't, I, I, I think we have the perfect balance, uh, balance of chemistry there. I agree. So we, we go together like peanut butter and turkey. Yes. Or peanut butter and a walnut. Yes, that's good. Very nutty. That's me. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so um, Batista coming back. Um, he's, uh, com- he's coming back um, 20th of Jan. Now, uh, the, what I actually heard, I don't know if it's true, is his, he was going to be a surprise. Well, he was going to come back on Raw, but um, I think uh, the WWE marketing department leaked it by accident. This is the story I heard. Oh, which really? Is, which is obviously why then it's become this mass thing with him being back. It was meant mm-hmm. to be a surprise. And I tell you what, I wish, if that's the case, I, I wish... I had no news, and I wish we were sitting there, and number 22, suddenly Batista comes out. Because it would have been interesting to see our reaction to the Royal Rumble, wouldn't it? It would have been an astonishing moment, wouldn't it? It would, it would. And you know what, I... I, I mean, do you, people are going to watch Raw, aren't they? Which is, which is good. I'd like to think, then they think, okay, you know, um, it's, the news is already out, 
the, the milk's been spilled. We might as well make the most of it, potentially, and basically advertising for Raw so lots of people watch the pre-Rumble Raw. I think that's what yes. they're thinking. That's got to be the thinking, yes. Let, let's drag in a few fans from, say, three, four years ago who might have wandered off a bit and get them in just before mainly season. It does make sense, I suppose. Yeah, I guess it does. But um... it's, it's an annoying sense because you and I much would prefer the surprise. Yeah, but and I can kind of see where it comes from from a business perspective, annoyingly. It does, it does. Having said that, um, the other argument, and the other argument I always use quite annoyingly, and I've become cliche and predictable, is... Go on. Uh, you spent your fifteen, thirty, fifty dollars, whatever you know it is in America. Ah, uh, yes. And I then see you think, oh my goodness me! And the people that didn't think, oh crap, I missed out on that. Maybe I should get it next year. I don't know. Having said that, we'll be talking about pay per views a bit later and how, how things like that might change. But yeah, I, I see that. Is it a good thing? Batista's back, Mike. It's. I find finding this quite difficult to predict because on the because the things Batista coming back is nice to have some extra star power. Power and nice to have a few more uh, combination main event matches we haven't seen before. That's lovely, but I can't help but think something else. WWE at the moment, a lot of the guys, CM Punk, um, Daniel Bryan, uh, what's his face, who does the swinging and uh, n- not swinging, uh, uh, Antonio Cesaro is who I meant when he swings the people round. Right, I, I I thought it was a. Uh... Keys in a hat moment there, but never mind. Carry on. No, no, no that's when Batista's back. Uh, but, uh, but those few, Seth Rollins, and I'm, I know I'm naming a lot of Ring of Honor people here, but, but people at the Shield as well. There's a hell of a lot of really good, athletic, really workhorse wrestlers at the moment. The Usos as well, Rhodes and Gold Dust, surprisingly in a way. And they are really making the shows really great from a match quality perspective. Batista is the complete opposite end of the scale. Okay, he is. However, I will. Uh, what I will say is... Yes? His best work by far was yes. his last like run. You know, his last big push. Oh, really? Oh, that's when true. He was he... Here, when he was the heel against John Cena, he did this, I felt, he did his best promo work, and he actually had his best matches where... I mean, you could quite happily say this, you know, he could potentially have, depending who his opponent is, the best match on the card. And don't forget his match against Undertaker, WrestleMania 23. Well, the best matches, I think, were a bit earlier, i.e. Undertaker, WrestleMania 23. But as a character, I hadn't thought that. You're bang on the money. He was a very entertaining heel when they finally turned him heel, yes. It is, yeah, but then again, you do get the feeling sometimes... um, Kind of a bit like some other wrestlers is he's 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 very good when he can be bothered. Now I'm not saying he's lazy in the in the ring, but you do, is he? And I know I can't really talk for this, Mike, because I've never been in a wrestling ring. But when when your heart is really in a storyline and really invested in a storyline in a match, uh, as a performer, even you know yourself as a you know as an actor, you, you're going to do a lot better. Where if you if you're not invested in it and, and you don't really you think oh this is not going to go nowhere, this is rubbish, people are going to think it's going to suck, you're not going to be as invested as well. Uh, as much and I think we very much had two completely different Batistas throughout his era one where he was really on it and the other time when potentially he just thought this is not going to work why should I bother kind of Batista he was just cashing a check that sort of thing yeah I mean yeah maybe that's a bit wrong of me to say but well I remember when he first won the world heavyweight title and held it for nearly a year I thought he was very good and very consistent he then got injured and came back at Survivor Series and won it back from Booker T. 
It was it was after his injury that I thought things went downhill match wise. I don't know if it's because of the injury or if it's because of what you're alluding to. I guess again, hard to say. But yeah, I remember thinking his first run with the title was great. And then afterwards, I kind of thought, uh, no. No, I think I think you're right. And then it, it wasn't really until his feud with the Undertaker where we saw the best of him again. Yes, I go with that. Yeah. So, uh, and then after that, it was you know it almost depended on the day. But I mean, um, yes, whether well, that, our... that is true. Yes. And then it wasn't really until his last heel run against John Cena, but you know, just just, just before that, when he turned heel against Mysterio, where things picked up again. Yes. Yeah, and and he went out on a high with us wanting more. I mean, let's be honest, he was one of the better heels on the show as um. As he left. Duck, duct yeah. tape. Duct tape. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> of course, obviously, everybody around the world was also going, duct tape, are you serious? Yes. Yes. Uh, but uh, what was it? Because what was it? Uh, uh, Last a ma- Man Standing, wasn't it? It was, yes. And that was how he won it, because he couldn't move, because he was wrapped around a ring post. Yes, yes, yes. The face of the company, no doubt, winning like that as well, Mike. Yes, indeed. John Cena beats... It's, it's like in, um, I don't know, rugby or football or something, where you say, oh, so-and-so scored a goal with an assist from so-and-so. This is John Cena won the World Heavyweight title with an assist from Sellotape. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a bit like, you know, someone in rugby tripping over banana peel and the other person getting, getting the try almost, isn't it? But Along those lines, yes. Very or, Tom and Jerry. It is a bit. It's a bit like because you're you're an F1 fan, aren't you? It's a bit like if say someone was winning a race, and then all of a sudden someone threw a, a, an empty turtle shell at the bloke in first place, like in Mario Kart. Yes. And all of a sudden, Jack Villeneuve swings round and wins. Not uh, Jack Villeneuve, obviously, but you get oh, what yeah. I mean. No, I, I can, yeah, I completely, I completely agree. And uh, yeah, it was it was a bit ridiculous, really. Especially, um, it, you know, the reason why you have a last man standing match is you, you beat the person so much he can't get up. Now, I think the only other example of that is, for example, had, had John Cena, um, um, you know, you know like unleashed a hundred bricks on top of Batista's head and he couldn't get up. That will be something, but no, duct tape. Uh, but at least bricks would have seemed cool. That's true. Yeah, I believe more believable as well. Well, not believable, but more, um, oh, okay, it ended. That's fair enough. But <laughs> not when, you, uh, when, when, you, when you use an over-strengthened form of sellotape to stop someone getting... Yeah, well, there you go. Pretty much, I agree with you entirely. So, so here's, here's a question then. Um, b- before we we go on to anything else, Mike. Yeah. This time in 2014, are you more or less excited than you were this time last year about wrestling? More. Why? The match quality, I think, is a lot better. Simple Even as though that. We've got less of an idea about WrestleMania. Uh, and let's be honest, Mike. I really haven't got a clue on any on any of the matches. Well, I'm happy with that. I'm being swept up by storyline. I have no idea. I like that. If you uh, see what I mean. I do too. But the problem with that is it, it can also lead to disappointment. You know, I mean, they could tease a Daniel Bryan versus Shawn Michaels match. Yeah. Like, like they did. We're probably not going to get. And it mm. could be just a, something like Daniel Bryan versus one of the Wyatt families, one with a goat face. And that would just be, uh, you know. I remember you saying before there was. Didn't you say there was a rumor that the main event is going to be Cena versus Bray Wyatt? That was a rumor about a month ago. I haven't heard. Excuse me. I haven't heard anything about, um, about it since then. But that was like making the rounds. 
Well, that makes no sense at all. That's the equivalent of, I don't know, the main event being Darren Young versus a duck. It makes no sense at all. Well, their argument being that John Cena is the biggest uh, star in the company, and he's going to headline anyway. Um, now, why, why... What? That still, doesn't, that still doesn't mean Bray Wyatt makes any sense. I know, and at this point, I, 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 I hate to say it, Mike, but arguably, Cena Orton almost makes more sense, doesn't it, uh, for the main event than uh, Braid Wyatt and Cena? Yeah, but Cena Orton, I have seen that more times than I've had. Oh, no, I can't finish that sentence. Right, okay. Um, for me, that would be tomato soup. But there you go. Tomato soup? Yeah. Isn't that nice that his brain went to hot soup and mine went to sexual deviance? Ah, well, there you go, there you go. Anyway, moving on. Although, although, hmm. could you bring hot soup into the bedroom? Yes. You've done I'd it. imagine, though, for no, no it, would, <laughs> it would have to be Luke, lukewarm soup. Is that his name? Yes. Luke. Uh, um, so, I anyway, I'm, moving away. <laughs> so, no, to finish the sentence, go on. No, 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 no. From, no, I from, want to hear yours. It was going to be a segue, that's all. Oh, come on then, I love your segue. From the uh, <laughs> pressure, it's not even a very good one, Mike, but from the fluidity Ooh. that is soup when you, when, you, when you pour it into someone's bowl, to the fluidity that is wrestling when we look at Daniel Bryan's matches. Hey? Ooh, very nice, very nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I would much rather... Uh, uh, and and, 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 and he, his matches are very good... So we can enjoy the rest of it. We don't have to be spoon-fed a storyline. Oh, very, very good. I love that. Fantastic. Five Ten- stars. Tenuous as fuck, but it'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, if you were WWE, would you be getting what, on the phone? If you were WWE, what soup would you like? Yes, um, well... I don't know. Oh, let's... Oh, the way these storylines are going at the moment, especially with Daniel Daniel Bryan, the way he's going is any uh, is any sign that they're going to want minestrone soup, and then when they get there, they're going to they're going to swerve you with oxtail, aren't they? Um, oh, I, I can live with oxtail. Yeah. How middle class are we sounding right now that we're discussing the difference between minestrone soup and oxtail soup? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Soup of the day. We're not. We're hardly band of the people going with oxtail and minestrone. Surely, surely you you want oxtail. You get ham and pea. Mm. Oh, yeah. chicken and mushroom. No, no, thanks. I'm fine. Chicken and mushroom. So there you go. Anyway, there you go. anyway, if I what were we talk, how do we? Was it uh, something about more soup than masturbation? I can't remember what it was. But either way, it was so Daniel Bryan. Yes, Batista. What? How? Yes, Batista's coming back. It's either going to be brilliant or a bit weird. Apparently, he signed a two-year deal despite being Ooh. forty-five. Apparently so. That was my next question was going to be, do you see it more as uh, Chris Jericho leaving by SummerSlam? But he's signed a two-year deal. And that'd be interesting. Um, how many house shows, etc. Is he, is he I mean, if it is a full-time contract... Um, uh, I mean, it's a bit of a surprise. He's quite old. Yeah. And if it is a full-time contract, it's a lot more likely that he's going to have the belt, the belt at some point as well. That's true. Whereas if it's just a, I, I appear now and again, it's unlikely. However... Um, I'm talking about the belt, Mike. A slight swerve. Brock Lesnar has been talked about. Um, uh, it has been um, basically saying he's he's going to go for the championship. He is indeed, yes. Now, on the one hand, that's cool, because I really like Brock Lesnar. I know you're not as much of a fan. No, but... I, I, I like him. I, I'm not a fan of the of the person. 
Yeah. Fine, fine. Um, however, I cannot deny that given, once again, Mike, given the right person, and let's be honest, it wasn't Triple H or WrestleMania, or no. Triple H even in the cell, yeah? Right, but CM Punk and John Cena, given the right given the right person, the right chemistry, he can have really, really good matches, and he's got Paul Heyman on his side, so Brock Lesnar, by himself, is not exactly a promo tool, a marketing no. tool. He, he's, well, he's a marketing tool for a match, however, but I can get really, really excited, like I was with the John Cena match, like I was with the CM Punk match. I was excited going into it, you know, thinking that Brock Lesnar would win both those times, but but just a matter of how. So if he does go for the championship, I probably, let's be honest, Mike, I would be more than happy for having uh, Cena Lesnar too than uh, Wyatt Cena. What I have wondered though is this: if Lesnar wins the belt, and as you say, we have Cena Lesnar too, which could be fantastic. The first one was unbelievably good. Then, yeah, that would be fine. But it does make me think, last year, Rock came back, right? A part-timer came back and won the belts, all right? And the same's going to be happening this year. Yes, when you've got the likes of Orton, much as I hate him, Orton, Brian, and Punk. Is that a bit, is that a bit harsh? Yeah, it probably is. Sam Punk, then, once again, doesn't get his, um, his, his fabled WrestleMania moment. That sort of thing, yeah. So, but then again, I mean, we, we did say we'd happy be happy with a CM Punk Daniel Bryan match. We would. Um, and let's be honest, let's be honest, Mike. Had the booking department, I, 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 we've got to see where this, where this um, Bryan joining the Wyatt family goes. But for me, the storyline is not really selling. And even the fans reacting to it aren't exactly, uh, you know, they don't know whether to cheer or boo. And then it's just turning in, you know, to as a few. A few yeses uh, than it was a month ago, let's say. I mean, I assumed that Orton, as you mentioned before, Orton was going to keep the belt and that Brian would turn on the Wyatts and win the Rumble as a face. Lesnar has thrown a spanner into my works. Yes, yes. And not, and not for the first time, ladies. However, yeah, but I tell you what, Mike. If you want to get, if you wanted to get someone over, I mean, you could. I mean, the the storyline with the whites for me, it doesn't make sense. I mean, what you could do is, uh, you know, he comes so close to winning, winning it, and then basically Vince McMahon sacks Daniel Bryan, and he's gone, you know, in December. Then Bryan makes a surprise return at the Rumble, wins the Rumble despite having a contract, but then that Rumble win means he's guaranteed a main event slot at WrestleMania. So what do they do? You know. He doesn't That's have it, quite yeah. good. And then, in the meantime, Brock Lesnar wins the title, and then and then everyone's looking at Daniel Bryan to say that WWE because Brock Lesnar said, "When I win at WrestleMania, my contract is up, and I'm going to make some demands that I, you know what I mean, get so much money like he did last time, etc." And then you have Daniel Bryan on the other side trying to, you know, fighting for the WWE. Brian versus Brock is the definition of David and Goliath, isn't it? And then obviously, it? yeah, and Brian win. I mean, let's be honest, you couldn't put him more, any, any more over than that. And, uh, I mean, even if it is a slip on a banana peel, Brock Lesnar, you know, type, <laughs> type win. But still, uh, that would be a lot more interesting, I think, than they're doing now. And I just we just came up with that, for, for you know, from the top of our heads within two minutes that took. So. I got to admit, that is pretty cool. I got to admit, that is pretty cool. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, no problem. I, I, no problem. I like I said, the, I still can't get it out of my head. The Brian has to win at Mania. I think. I think he just has to. The question is, as you rightly point out, who will he beat? You yeah, know? I, d- I don't think he'll be a main event in Mania. Unfortunately, he might be. You don't. You don't think he will? Because no. I. Sh- 
I assume this Wyatt thing is just to build, to build, is just to give him something to do for a few weeks in a weird way. Um, yeah, it may, it, may, it may well be, but it's not really. I, uh, it, uh, absolutely. Uh, I don't think it's helping him, though. I think it's definitely not going to. I mean, he decides to join the Wyatts, kind of doing a healing thing. When, let's be honest, Mike, yeah, he is, in terms of crowd reaction, the the face of the company in terms Without of the reaction, yeah. Now, in terms of merchandise, probably not, but I guarantee you he's probably he's definitely, and I'm putting my, you know, I put money on the line here. He's definitely number two to John Cena in terms of uh, marketing, like when you look at t-shirts and things like that. Do, do, do they do they sell a lot of Brian tops? The yes 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 t-shirts I guess do well actually, don't they? Yeah, but I'm trying to think what other what other rec- because he is so over. And let's but when the crowd is chanting his name, it's just it's not just the girls or the hardcore wrestling fan. It is it is literally everyone, isn't it? Yeah, the, the arena. Now we know John Cena is that you know is the marketing face of WWE. Yes. But I mean, I mean, da- Daniel Bryan, and I don't, I don't mean to say this lightly. In terms of a reaction, is getting Rock Austin levels of reaction consistently up until this storyline, obviously. And he has fantastic matches. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, his matches. I, I mean, his matches. You can say it's going to be one of the, if not the best, on a certain pay per view. You can confidently say that, and you're not going to be wrong. Definitely, definitely. I mean, a lot of people have said he's the wrestler of the year, so. I'd say that's true. I mean, I mean, I don't. And also, it, isn't it so fucking WWE that they keep saying that Daniel Bryan was the shock winner of Superstar of the Year? Bollocks! It was obvious. I know, I, I know. And they're trying. And uh, this is what really annoys me. If they're trying to say, uh, well, you know, you got to cheer for who we want you to cheer for, not who you choose to, right? This is once again, um, and even more so in this case, the WWE throwing away like money. Yeah, it's it? been handed to them on a silver platter. You no, have I... a megastar, use him. Yeah, they, they did the same with Edge, didn't they? I mean, let's let's be honest. That WrestleMania, when he won at New, New Year's Revolution, money yep. in the bank, massive, massive re- reaction over the internet, massive Raw ratings. That he brilliant. lost it at the Royal Rumble. I mean, I mean, thank goodness for Mick Foley's match at WrestleMania, you know, because that was awesome. That However, was a great match, yeah. Everyone, uh, including myself, uh, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't know what your opinion was, I Mike, but a lot of people thought. Mania main event should be a rematch between Cena and Edge, and it wasn't. It was Triple H, and it ended up being a let's just say not a bad, but let's be. It wasn't a horrible match. It was a forgettable main event at Mania match, though. That's yeah, that's not correct. It wasn't bad. But it was nothing special. No, and you need special at Mania, really, ideally. Yes. So this year, we, we we're covering a lot of things all in one go. This is lovely. Uh, let me think. So Batista, hey, uh, we never really said. Do you think Batista coming back is good or bad? I think it's definitely good for business. I think yes. if if he comes in at the same kind of le- le- intensity level, good or bad, you know, heel or face, as he did when he left, I think it's definitely a good thing. But the interesting thing is going to be is is what happens, for example, in the lull between Mania and uh, and SummerSlam. What they're going to do with him then, or, or or from SummerSlam to next year's Royal Rumble, you know? And it's gonna—I think that's going to be the test, especially as you were saying. The rumor is two-year contract. I'm also going to say one, predict one thing. Like I said, Batista, a bit of me thinks it's great. A big part of me is worried that people like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan will lose a bit of steam because Batista is back. But I'm going to say one thing, absolutely certain: Ryback is fucked. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> yeah. think about it, he was holding on by the tips of his fingers to a decent spot, and now Batista's coming back. He's fucked. You know what? Yeah, because yeah, he was. The, the And the problem is, Ryback, I don't think it's to blame for that. It's the way WWE yeah. booked him. I, I, just the way WWE are booking Dolph Ziggler, just the way they have tried at times to book Daniel Bryan. However, yes. a bit like the Har- Jeff Hardy, the fans are kind of refusing re- refusing that. And I, and I can only hope that they, they do that as well. And I can only hope, and a part of me wanted it to happen at Raw, but I didn't. And it is very selfish. And it's not a nice part of me, Mike. But I Go did, on. to a certain degree, want that if, if we don't like the storyline, the whole, you know, most of the wrestling fan community are, are being negative about this Bryan story line down the road let's say not now because we don't know where it's going yeah fine i i would I, I would have a big smile on my face if they decided to take over the show you know well, the, the fans well yeah not literally but with the chance uh rvd and and things like that if you remember you know the post mania raw but that, um like they've done before when they charted tna and things like that when they haven't liked the products yeah, so I see what you're getting at. And depending, I mean, if you get like Chicago, you know, or, or a New yes. York crowd, and uh, they're the Golden or, Boy, or, or, or a British crowd, or yes, and the, absolutely, and the superstar of 2013 is in a sucky storyline, and they think, you know, you're doing this on purpose. It's going to be interesting to see if the crowd turns around and poos on, the, you know, poos on the on the show, and. Ugh. Uh, not obviously. Well, there you go. A bit smelly. A bit smelly. That's 17,000 people. Are you advocating 17,000 people having a poo in an arena? It's going to make. I tell you what, Mike. It, it'll make the headlines. It certainly would. It would make the headlines. What would you What would you call that? What would the headline be? The O Poo. <laughs> yeah, the O Poo. The O Poo. Absolutely. Double Every Raw, live from the O Poo. This match stinks. Um, ah, yes. That's, that's, Matthew, a, that's a sun headline. Um, Matthew stunk out the joint. <laughs> Matthew stunk out, absolutely. Anyway, moving on. Right, um, yeah, m- m- moving on. Moving, moving on from away the from the Opu Arena. Moving away from the from the Opu the Arena. And Dan, I mean... The, the I, I I don't think it will last long. I really I really ho- I really hope it ends at the Rumble. Uh, and, yes, and, me I mean, too. It's a bit like the... It, was it this time last year? The completely random, pointless, and worst feud of that year, Kane versus Cena match. A feud that just wouldn't go away, that no one cared about. There was one even more pointless. Yeah? It's Kane and Cena, I was alright with, because I thought Cena was going to go heel. The really pointless one was at Mania that year, Kane versus Orton. Oh, yes. What the fuck was that doing in there? And Kane won, didn't he? He did. Which was good, because uh, I, we were rooting for you. We thought, well, I think we both were on the mind, felt, well, we'd like Kane to win, but it's not going to happen. Yes. Uh, that, that was a genuine surprise, I think, when uh, when Kane got the one, two, three. It really was. It really was. So, um, so there you go. So, we, we discussed, Brian, we've discussed Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, May Young's not doing very well at the moment as well. Honorable, well, not an honourable mention of someone not doing well. Um, is she, she right? She's, she's in hospital. In oh no! Quite bad shape. Yeah, yeah, in her nineties as well, isn't she? Blimey! Mm. God bless her. Let's hope she cracks on. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. Let's hope she. Let's hope she does crack on. Hands crossed. Hands crossed. Let's keep everything crossed. Um, yeah. she's is she in the Hall of Fame yet? Yeah, I think so. And I think she is. I think she is. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh. Other big news. Um. The big one of the big rumor is. Uh. I read this morning. Warrior may have signed a deal to be in the Hall of Fame this year. 
Really? Yeah. Ooh. It's just a rumor. It's just it's just a rumor, though. But I you'd mean, wa- you'd watch the acceptance speech. <laughs> you would. You'd yes. Have keep, you had to keep your afternoon free to watch the acceptance speech, I imagine. But you know, you'd watch it. Well, I mean, it's interesting because it's tri- uh, the rumor was Triple H, obviously, doing the deal with Bruno San Martino, um, who obviously you know was quite had been quite outspoken about WWE Company for years, um, uh, and him obviously coming, uh, you know, coming into the board for the Hall of Fame, and then the very next year you get someone else that's alien that been alienated from the company for one reason or another and if he you know and if it is triple h that's done the deal big ups for him absolutely um who'd have thought triple h would become a good would become a people person of all things well you never know you never know mike fuck me there's an ostrich um hey but but yes and i tell you i tell you what that would be exciting that that would be exciting wouldn't it what an ostrich no warrior oh sorry i got I thought you went for a minute. You were going to have uh, a. Can you have a wrestler called the Ultimate Ostrich? Yes. Who would you? Uh, yes, that could work. Yes. And you can have a few with a gobbledygooker for for, for bird supremacy. <laughs> bird supremacy. Yes, yes, and worst gimmick. Uh, I imagine the match would be foul. Oh, very good, very good. Or, or poultry. Ah! Oh my God. Oh dear, I don't know. I don't know whether to call this show "Super of the Day" or the one with all the puns. Um, so I don't know. All I know is I'm having a pun time. Oh goodness me, shocking. We'll figure something. <laughs> so, so, so um, we've got the warrior coming coming in uh, to to the Hall of Fame. If that's if that's good, and if that's the case, Mike, would you get him to do something at WrestleMania other than just wave? I probably would, yeah. I, I don't know what, but yeah, I think I would. Would you get him to have a five, a a a thirty second match against Ryback and completely ruin him? How about a thirty second match against Mark Henry? It'd be hilarious. Oh God, no! I don't, I don't, that... uh, I don't. Uh, the the the, uh, the uh, rise and fall and the rise huh. and then death of the Ultimate Warrior. I wouldn't want <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> anything involving Mark Henry, please no. Um, so having Mark, said that... Hang on, are you saying Mark Henry wants to kill the Ultimate Warrior? Well, no, but I think if they had a match, it, it could happen. It could by be, accident. It would be pretty stiff, wouldn't it? Oh, dear me. No, <laughs> no! That's not... Oh, that's just quite funny. I'm in the match. I'm in the match. I wasn't thinking about... I wasn't thinking about penis jokes. No, um, I know. No, no, but stiff as in dead. Yeah, all oh, right, got you, got you, got you. Interestingly, though, Hulk Hogan's not available. Does Roy come out there, cut a promo, and then you hear Hulk Hogan's music, and they just do a little stare Oh, down. that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I mean, let's be honest, and I would much rather have that than any any band coming in doing a bloody set like they have oh, done the last definitely. few years. I do, as cool as he is, I don't want to hear P. Diddy at WrestleMania. No. If I want to hear P. Diddy, I'll buy a P. Diddy album. Yes, yes, go on iTunes. Buy a P. Diddy album or listen to Kiss. Is P. Did- Does Kiss still exist? No, it does. I, did. I, don't, I, I don't listen to it. Um, uh, me neither. I'm told it's still very good. There you go. What radio station do you listen to, if any? Um, no, I just listen to us on repeat. Well, that's probably the better thing to do, which you can do at www.pod.moonfruit.com. Absolutely. Or you can download it via the iTunes app. Um, you Make a playlist of all your favourite WWPod episodes and then press the repeat button on your iPad so it keeps repeating. And if there's any that you can't find, just email us at www.podcast.googlemail.com or tweet us at www.pod. <laughs>
we've done I think over a hundred shows now. So when you think about it, you potentially I mean I mean throughout the whole library, if you have downloaded it near the beginning, that's over a hundred hours. That's well a over, fun thought. Absolutely, well over a hundred hours because most of, some of our, I think a couple of our shows might have gone nearly two or one and a half at the very least. And well, well we've got the Rumble ones. I was going to say the three-hour yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. We we do at least one commentary each year. That's about three hours long. So there you go, lots of hours, and it's all free, Mike. Free. It's all for free, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely free. Can you believe it? Can you I believe can't. That? I can't believe that personally. Ah, uh, I but can't I... either. I still can't believe it's not butter. No, it's not, though. It's Isn't not. it? No. Oh, is it not? Oh, sorry. No. Um, however... Yes. <laughs> no, I, I can't even make that into a segue. You try. I, I've got one. Okay. Uh, moving away from uh, creamy butter to the slippery slope that is the road to WrestleMania. Ah, yes. That's the road to WrestleMania. Um, It's going to be on the app. There you go. Is this? Oh, on the app. Bollocks, on the app. On the WWE Network. Yeah, the network I'm excited about. I don't want to hear about the fucking app. Okay, it launches on the 24th of February. 4th of February, yes. 2014 uh, in the United States. With launches in the UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Singapore and the Nordic, except for a late uh, 2014, early 2015. Right. Now, the interesting thing is... Yeah. Did you said the Nordic? The, the Nordics, yeah, and the Nordics. It's what it's got. I'm reading straight from the wiki. Does that mean Norway? I'd imagine, yeah, Norway, uh, yeah, that part of the world. Okay, fine, carry on. Um, so, programming, Mike. Programming. Programming, yeah. Mike, that's a very good idea. Programming, Mike. Um, we've got um, announced uh, all 12 WWE pay-per-views. Awesome. WrestleMania Rewind, the first show named uh, to be part of the network. It's a rest- retrospective look at WrestleMania's memorable moments. The Monday Night War. A television oh, yeah. series about the Monday Night Wars, a TV series. Sure. WWE Legends House, a reality television series featuring several WWE legends. I there's been rumours of that for years, haven't they? They're finally doing it. I think they've, they actually filmed it. It's oh, a really? fact that they just ha- couldn't sell it to any TV station. How unusual. WWE Countdown, an interactive programme. Pre and post shows of weekly. Hang on, hang on. Is WWE Countdown where they play letters and numbers games with that bloke from The Apprentice? <laughs> I would fucking love that. I tell, I, I, tell, I tell you, I tell you what, that would be that that would that would be brilliant. I mean, they, they need to get a different host each week, a different wrestler each week to host it. Oh, hosted by wrestlers as well. Yes. Or maybe get it hosted by Jim Ross. No, and he's then, he, he's gone, isn't he, from the company? He wait, what? Didn't you know that? No. Oh dear. He went ages ago. He's like actually gone. He's retired. Oh, retired. Yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. Then. Oh, oh. Well, um, the rumor was kind of like a not a forced retirement, maybe sort of. A, a bit pushed. Mm, yeah. Um, why? I don't know. WWE don't like money, do they? Um. Anyway, no. <laughs> we've got pre and post shows of these weekly TV events. Raw and SmackDown will continue to air on cable television. Um. Encore present. Interesting present- move. Interesting move. They have to, I think. Because that's their yeah. advert for the app, isn't it? Network. Yeah. 
Yeah, the network, sorry. Encore presentations, though, will air on the WWE Network. And I'd imagine that's one of the problems with a lot of the TV companies, that they have encore presentations. Because at the moment, Sky has a lot... Of, you can watch Raw, I think, at least two or three times a week almost in Sky Sports. Yeah, so they do it quite a bit in like, early evening slots as well. And yeah. I'd imagine um, that might be why it's being postponed in the, in, in, the, in the UK, but we'll talk about that in a bit. We've got weekly airings of WWE NXT, weekly airings of Great. Superstars, and more than 1,000... 1,500 hours of content from WWE libraries will be available for on-demand streaming. I'm looking forward to this immensely. Absolutely. Now, in an interview with Time, Michelle um, Wilson, Chief Revenue and Marketing Michelle McCool. Yes. She stated that their reason for, for bypassing cable companies and instead only offering the WWE Network Online Digital over the top offering, offerings. They, they re, they're basically saying that they represent the future. When you look at things like Netflix, uh, Hulu Plus, which is big in America as well. However, Directv issued a statement. This is uh, Directv in, in America. Uh, I believe they're like you know, a cable company or deal with the pay per views. Saying, yeah. yeah, saying that they are reevaluating whether to continue carrying WWE pay per views. Yeah, this is one thing I wondered. So, okay, the price is. Um, it's ten dollars a month, roughly. Yeah. No, no, yeah. However, um, the idea being is when you when you sign up for the first ten dollars, you're really paying sixty because it's a bit like a contract over six months. It's for six months. You need to sign for at least six months, yeah. and it will end just before SummerSlam. I think then that six month that six months will. Just uh, uh, about the same time, I think, be August twenty fourth, wouldn't it? Yeah. Now, interestingly, yeah, yeah, about then. Yes. Yeah. So, so interestingly, um, yeah. Um, I was going to say, in, interestingly, you've got all those all those twelve pay per views, which obviously the the uh, Directv and pay per view companies, and possibly even Sky, they have I think three or four free a year, and they run yes. the they do the pay per views in England. Are, are gonna are gonna not like because people like for people like you and I, Mike, if if assuming we're going to get the same thing as in the USA, that's brilliant, isn't it? It's fantastic, but I can't. But there's one thing I don't quite get. Oh yeah. So is the WWE Network going to be entirely a 24-hour online TV channel? Yes. So you can't watch it on your TV? You can, if you've got a smart TV. However, right. however, if you've got a smart TV, you can probably watch it. Yes. Because uh, like the new TVs, uh, you can get Netflix on there and other things. So it'll be like an app you download on the, onto the TV and use it that way. If you have an ah, if you, yeah, you know the new smart TVs. However, failing that, if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation, Xbox 360 or an Xbox One, eventually, or PlayStation through a PlayStation 4, you can watch it on the TV via the Xbox. Just load the Xbox up and click on the app and click on the um, watch. I do that with my Sky sometimes. Hang on. So have I got this right? If I, hypothetically, say in a couple of years' time, I have my own house, I have my own dogs, I have my own genitalia, all paid for. Absolutely. Well, what, you see, which one are you still in debt to? Don't answer. Don't answer. Um, moving on. The dog and the genitalia came as a two for one. <laughs> I, bought it, uh, I hope they didn't get confused. The dogs do sometimes. It's the dog's bollocks. Never mind. Hey! Um, hey! Okay, moving, moving yeah, on. So what I was saying was, if I have got, if I'm sitting there, yes, I don't have Sky, right? If, this hypothetically, because I do have Sky. If I'm watching the telly, I've got free view. Yes, but then if I buy an Xbox, I can watch WWE. Yes, you can watch Sky on an Xbox and uh, as well. Even if you don't have Sky, you can sign up to their online package uh, and and watch Sky through your Xbox. The only thing you can't do is record. You can't really record programs onto it, but you, obviously you can use their on-demand service. So, 
I can, so if I have an Xbox, yes. if I got this right, I can watch WWE all day. Yes. And yes. how much would it cost me? Uh, well, nine ninety nine in America, which is what seven fifty probably over here. Uh, but then let's be honest, Mike. It's England. We always get screwed for things like this. Well, it's going to be ten pounds. It's going to be at least ten pounds. They'll probably round it off to a tenner. Yeah, I'd happily pay a tenner. If I have to just buy an Xbox and a tenner a month delivery, I will fucking tell you. I'll buy it for you. Oh, there you go. There, there, oh, oh, there you go. There you go. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's just because I first heard about it, thought this is amazing, but I have to get fucking Sky. No, no well, which that's I've got, the thing. Which, we... I've got, which I've got at home, but obviously when I move out, I might not, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the, the concern is, Mike, obviously, we don't know in what guise this is going to come. Um, in in Obviously in England, which is, which is going to be the interesting thing, which is why they're holding off because of the TV contracts. <clears throat> I mean, is it, and the problem is, um, for example, um, they've got Raw. Their their uh, contract is up in America this year. Oh yeah, and I believe the company that owns the USA Network um, also uh, owns uh, per, one. It's one of the pay per view companies, not Directv. I think it's one of the uh, one of the other ones. Oh yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> and and the the other thing, and the other thing is. I completely understand why they they need Raw on TV to get to get potentially the biggest audience going because um, yes you're not going if you know you're not going to stumble across it accidentally or or think I wonder what's wrestling happened I haven't seen it for two years if it's exclusively on the WWE network and you got to pay for it but you're going to do that watching obviously Raw and SmackDown but so so that that bit's going to be interesting and they reckon to the break even point is going to be around a, about a million subscribers they need. A million subscribers for the WWE Network to break even. Yeah, yeah. the problem is, Mike, um, yes. you, you, the only time you ever get near a million or surpass it is WrestleMania in terms of people buying a pay-per-view. Now, that's quite expensive, though. That's 50 60 what? That's probably $60, even, I think, you know, $60, may, maybe more um, down, in, down in America. Yeah, but if you spend $60, then get it and then get six months of pay-per-views. That's, yeah, and that's why it's, that's why it is. It is a, such a good deal. Now, people are also saying then this is going to dilute the dilute the pay per views. The pay per views don't mean as much now when you're doing when 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 you when you you know watching them through the WWE network. Potentially, I suppose. But then my argument is, other than the on demand stuff, right? Yeah. Which which like Netflix, you you could potentially if they don't update it or within the within about a year you've seen everything you want to see like the attitude of the, and I I reckon Mike if they said like they put everything we wanted on there you know and more within 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 about a year I think you the average fan like you and I would have digested most of it other than maybe the new DVDs coming onto it you know. Yes, right. you're getting it. So surely then their pay-per-views, you could argue, are going to be just as important because it's going to be the pay-per-views that you and me are going to think that's going to be the thing three, four years down the line. That's going to be that's going to be one of the few things for me still getting the still, network. That you'll still pay for, that sort of thing. Yeah, because where people say the pay-per-views aren't going to be as important, I'm going to say in a way they are because for the fan that doesn't really care about the on-demand stuff or has seen most of it, that's the only real thing you know, connecting him with that with, with, with that £10 going out of his bank. I like your thinking. I don't know if everyone else will go for it, but I really hope so. Oh, I yeah. like your thinking. I really, yeah, but, yeah, cause the, but I mean, I don't expect to have the rubbish. Uh, um, I don't expect them to care any less than they do now, for example, about the pay-per-views in the, even the B-shows. Because that is what the, one of the main selling points. 
is you're getting these shows for ten, essentially $10 plus extras a month. And if they end up being rubbish, you're going to think, oh, we've had really shitty pay-per-views from February to like August, so I'm not even going to bother with SummerSlam, you know? I'll, mm. just, I'll just find the results on Raw on TV the next mm. night. And uh, so, so that, to me, despite what other people are saying, I think that's, gonna, that's still quite a big selling point. There's one last thing I want to check with you. Yeah. Because you seem to be a bit more clear than this line, right? My TV in my house, right? I love banging on about myself. Right? We have, we don't have a smart TV. Good. We have a virgin box. We can watch Netflix on my TV. Yes, you can with Virgin. Um, that's going to be interesting because uh, you, you can this watch Netflix. This is what I'm wondering. Will they do similar with the WWE Network? Well, okay. From a business point of view, I don't know is, is the honest answer. However, you can, obviously you can stream it from your laptop to your TV as well. It's in 720p, which Fine. is um, which is you know not not, not bad not, at all. Not not full HD, but still very good. But yeah. but still good enough that you and I aren't going to snort at it when we're watching it. For example, you know, I mean, I'm not going to be bothered. No, I, I don't give a shit what it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just happy to watch, to watch it in anything better than VHS quality. We, we, you, you and I, I mean, going back to the old days, you and I know how bad it can be. Actually, this is a good point. So hang on, I'll still have a lap. I know I keep banging on this. I'll still have a laptop in a couple of years' time. Yeah. So I can just buy WWE Network ten pounds a month forever, and then put it on the TV via your laptop. Yeah, that's one just, of the. Uh... Just, just stick a wire into my TV. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking sorted. <laughs> Everyone, nothing to worry about. I'm fine. However, yeah, but from a business point of view, it makes <laughs> sense. It makes sense for them to say to, to go to okay, Virgin. You got if you can get Netflix, you can get our you can get our network. Here you go. As you know, but people will obviously what they will do. For example, like Netflix, they'll pay online on the internet. You know, on on, yeah. the, on your internet browser, and then I log into Netflix on my Xbox. So I've got to put my like my 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 um username and password. Then it logs in. You know, and then I don't have, you know, then I can say, remember the password, so I never have to log in again. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. thinking with you, yeah. So it's going to be like that, like your, your Netflix, where you just load the WWE Network um, application um, up mm-hmm. on, on your Virgin, and, and it'd be something similar. And WWE's a business, they need a million people, Mike. And let's be honest, some of their pay-per-views have been getting, what, struggling to, you know, you know get too much past 100,000 at the moment. And I know, like yeah, yeah, and they need they need this thing to be on as many things as they can, which is why I'm a tiny bit surprised. But under I, I can understand why. Let's be honest. After the United States, the UK and Canada, you know, are probably they're two, and maybe Australia, but they're they're the next yes. biggest biggest um. Uh, Markets. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, markets. And the fact that it's not launching before WrestleMania there is a pretty big deal. I can understand why they don't want it uh, for WrestleMania, but you'd like to think there have been rumours about this out for ages. Come about December, it, there's rumours about it being an internet thing rather than an actual network, uh, a TV network. But the, the only thing is, if it's gonna, if they're leaving it for late 2014, 2015, that's, that's, uh, that, uh, business-wise, that's not, that doesn't make sense. But I think you said it on the phone to me, Mike, um, that it's probably to do with a lot of contracts and a lot of TV companies like with Sky at the moment. It's the thing. Sky's deal runs out in apparently early 15. Right. So it could be to do with that. But at the same time, if you're assuming that you're right about the Raw and SmackDown staying on cable TV, then the only TV shows that, like, say, Sky Sports, for example, would lose 
would be things like Superstars and NXT. Would that be that bad? No, not really. That's, so that is a bit strange. But the other stuff. concern is, um, and the thing that Sky might have a problem with, Sky do the pay-per-views here in England. And let's be honest, oh, yeah. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, some, I mean, let's be honest, to Sky, it doesn't it cost them probably very little to have that, uh, to compare to the money they get. To have that, you know, to have that channel that we pay for it, we 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 get it on their on on their pay per view channel. I mean, they're not they don't have to produce it for WWE, do they, or anything like that? It's WWE doing most of the work. They're losing out on all those potential pay per view buys, and throughout the year, that's got to be uh, quite a lot, considering we're the probably the third after Canada, or, you know, biggest market for WWE. It would be a lot of money. You're absolutely right, because indeed, if the network came in in the UK now, that. Hmm, you've got me thinking about evil schemes to try and get it now. <laughs> but the other thing is, Mike, if if WWE turned around and said, okay, you get everything but the pay-per-views for the WWE Network, right? That would I, do. E- I would probably think, yeah, but I would, I, I might, there's a good chance I'll still get it. Yeah. But how, having said that, Mike, people yeah. that are on the fence about it now would be like, well, I'm not getting it then, would they? You know, that could be the clincher. That's true. And, That's and, and, true. and, and But we'd get it because we're hardcore wrestling fans. The people yes. that are wrestling fans are casually watch, you know, like, um, th- you know, you know, four out of um, four out of eight roars every two months or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll probably look at that and think, uh, yeah, I won't bother now. I'll so. be honest, now we've talked about it so much, I want it now. I want it now! I know, I know, so do I. I'm, re- I'm really excited about it and I hope they get the million... You know the, the the million buys. They ha- they haven't started with it by obviously minimising their market. But as we said, we can un- I can understand why they've done it, and I can understand why they're launching it quite quickly before obviously the WrestleMania season because they expect, especially in the USA, more people to buy it uh, on in the lead up to WrestleMania because of the excitement about it all. Again, it is smart business. It is, yeah, it is. That is smart business. What are you? As, as I said, it's such a shame though. We got to wait, and uh, for late 2014, early 2015. Now, if I was WWE, I'd be like, fair enough. If we can't make it before Mania for the UK, I would be absolutely pushing to get it before SummerSlam. You know, like a month oh, before yeah. SummerSlam and have it launched in the UK and Canada. There, that's their next big pay per view. That makes sense to me. Makes sense. Well, we, yeah, we, we can't talk about Survivor Series anymore. Did very poorly, apparently. Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned that at the time because Survivor Series it doesn't have much of an identity anymore. I don't think. Well, no, but can you blame them when they the main event is Big Show and Randy Orton? And if you remember, oh, Mike, even the weird card, even the WWE knew that because where was Big Show the next night onwards? Where is he? Well, he's in a ta- he's in a isn't he in a tag team? Well, he's not doing much at all, really, is he? Well, he, 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 well, he is now. He is he now, had... but he didn't do much uh, straight after the Survivor Series. He, he came back and tossed off Lesnar or something. I, don't know, I can't remember now. He's, he's he, in a match against Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, I think. Is he? I think so. Wait there. Well, see, I, I haven't seen uh, SmackDown from last week, so okay. maybe it was announced then. Well, let's have a quick talk about the Royal Rumble. Just, I'm sure we're going to have a show before that, but just in case, oh, of course. for some crazy reason we don't, and our next show is the Royal Rumble show, let's have a quick rundown of the card as it stands. Interesting poster. Right, we've got um, Big Show versus Lesnar. Yes. yes. It is. It's confirmed. Um, Randy Orton right. versus John Cena. Boring. Mm. Mm. What Fair I do like about the Royal Rumble, though, for the yeah. first time in a long time, Mike, the winner is going for the yes. championship. It's going for one sole definite belt. That's very cool. I like that. Mm. I so. mean, the thing with the Rumble is, is that I love the Rumble. Who doesn't? 
the fact that you and I commentate on it makes it even better. And, you know, it's really cool. But the thing is... It's, Les- my, it's my favourite gimmick match of the year, so to speak. It pretty much is it. Yeah. Lesnar having a match at the Rumble, it does make sense, I suppose. Uh, yes. But would you be more excited if he was in the Rumble rather than against Big Show? If he was at the Rumble, I'd assume he'd win it. Well, yeah, but you can have you can have like a legitimate. I mean, let's be honest. For what if Undertaker gets him out? Perfect way to have start that feud off. They did that with Goldberg, didn't they? With with the two of them years ago. Yeah. It so. makes sense. It makes sense. Do you think WrestleMania thirty? Do you think it could be Taker's last, assuming he does it? I think he will do it. Okay. And I don't think it's going to be his. I don't think it will be his last. I, I reckon he might have two left. Yeah, I think it will be his last. Now, interestingly, I, I was going to say when he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, but I don't think that's going to happen because he's going to break character then. And he never breaks character. He's not even seen at the Hall of Fame, is he? He's normally backstage, if he's well, there at all. Well, do you mean you, you don't think he'll ever go in? He will go in. But my idea, he's going to have to break his kayfabe character, which he very rarely does in front okay. of the TV screens, does he? Um, but because my suggestion was going to say is his last match will be when he gets inducted the night before in the Hall of Fame. Which be now nice. I see what you mean. So you mean that he wouldn't do that because he'd keep up the mystique, and then well, he could kill this thing and then go in a year later. Yeah, that's what I think might happen. Well, they did with a couple of them. Edge. Yes, yes. You know how your girlfriend really likes Edge. Yes, she does. Now I remember we said one time, and Edge said of himself that he thought he was quite unattractive with short hair. Yes. What does your girlfriend think? She still likes him. Bad Still taste. likes him. But yeah, no, no, not everyone can have good taste. Not everyone can what have What does that say about taste. me? What does that say about me? She did, um, she did though, say that John Cena is getting really boring. Hang on. If, 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 can we ascertain from this conversation then that your girlfriend thinks you look like Edge? No. Do I look like a shaved goat? From this angle, yes. Oh, thank you very much. No problem. To be honest, to be honest, that was my concern because you know you said about in case we, if there was some bizarre reason between now and the Royal Rumble for not having a show, if James gets kidnapped and comes and gets kidnapped and shaved, and then is sent back looking like, I mean, what's that goat doing in the corner? Oh fuck, hello James. Absolutely. We know exactly what's happened. It is James's girlfriend kidnaps him to try to make him look more like Edge by shaving <laughs> shaving him into the fashion of a goat. Well, talk about Edge. He's on um, Chris Jericho. He's just started a podcast. Oh yes, I heard about this. And a um, friend of mine, yeah. Interesting interview with Edge, especially the part two where they go on about the SummerSlam Nexus match. And well, the, the fi- I forgot the, the nine on yeah. seven on whatever yeah. it was. And I forgot the finish of it. Uh, they had they said they had a disagreement with John Cena about the finish. John, oh, yeah. for, for whatever reason, John Cena got his not once they got his way, but did it the way he thought. And then he agreed yeah. with both uh, Jericho and Edge that yeah, maybe your way is better. But um, uh, Chris uh, uh, Jericho and Edge Adam Copeland were apparently um, in the interview were both saying that they were really pushing for Barrett to go over in that match and win. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I kind of agree in hindsight. But... It, well, the th- oh, I, I got to say, I am starting to really like Bad News Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the problem is, as much as I like it, it's a gimmick that's going to go, uh, it's not going to go anywhere. But, I do, well, I, but I'm entertained by it. I can't deny that, Mike. I love the fact that all of a sudden it's 15 feet in the air. Yes. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's and... so bizarre. And you think, hang on. 
How did I not fucking notice that hydraulic lorry in the corner of the arena? <laughs> and then suddenly he rises up like some kind of bizarre religious figure. <laughs> and he goes, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hey! <laughs> I know. I, I, the, 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 the sad thing is about him. He is really good on the mic. He's a he's a natural he's a natural heel, and he, he can is. be quite he can be quite he can be funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're even outknown. But and I, and I think it, that what they're doing with it at the moment it's such a waste. I mean, this guy, you know, he 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 was on the road to being a main eventer. Yes, yes, indeed. And then nothing really, nothing really happened. And he's been a bit like, um, it reminds me a bit like what happened to Sheamus after after he lost the title, his yeah, first exactly. title run. He just went in obscurity, didn't he? Until he won the Rumble. Yes. Which probably means Barrett's going to win the Rumble. But I mean, any, there, any... There, there's a thought. Absolutely. Who do, who do you, who would you, who, 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 who do you think is going to win the Rumble? Wade Barrett. I'm so, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, me but too. I, what I'm, what, if he's in the Rumble, WWE, knowing them, I think he he will end up being one of the last four and get and get kicked out. Who will Barrett? No, Brian. Oh, so, oh I despite see. Despite the fans, despite the fans. But then Did again, you... Mike, you said about the storyline with with the Whites. Maybe he's in there. He's the, it wouldn't be that exciting, but maybe he's in the, he's the last four consists of him and the three Whites, and then he wins. That's exactly what I said on the phone. I think. Yeah. Or whatever it was, so something like that. Yeah, it ends up it, like they all do with all like Orton. Was it a one year? The last four was Orton and Legacy and someone else. Yes, and it, I mean, of I, course that was shit, but you get the idea. Yeah, and I do think that I know it's a, I know it's a cliche. What's and that? It, but I do think the Royal Rumble really, really works yeah. a lot better when a face wins it. Going, into I agree. Mania. A heel wins it. You just spent the last hour, and then you go, oh. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong. If a heel wins it like one in six times, uh, because you've got a you know, uh, and you make a really good storyline out of it, like he's cheated to win it or something like that, or has his yes. faction helping win it, that's fine. You, you know, but uh, ultimately, I think it works best when a face wins it. I totally go with that. It, it's just. I don't know. I mean, some things write themselves. I think it faces you with the Rumble. I agree. Yeah, because you, uh, you root for them. It gives you someone to root for in the Rumble. And then from the Rumble to May, you're thinking, okay, this is the guy I'm going to be, you know, the, the, the company wants me to cheer. And I do want to cheer going into the Rumble. I mean, going this, to Mania. This is why uh, Brian should win it. Absolutely. Can you, can you imagine the wonderful tension if it comes down to some agonizing finish between him and, I don't know, Lesnar, even? Not Lesnar, but you know what I mean? It'd be wonderful. Fantastic. Or him and CM Punk, the last two. That'd be good. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. That would, wouldn't it? I mean, you could sort of, you, you could have him the last five. You know, CM Punk could be knocked out somewhere. And it would be like Santino. We don't yes. really, like, almost forget about it. He gets the Wyatt's out, thinks he's won it. And then suddenly he turns around and CM Punk's there. And then they have yeah. uh, then they have a 10-minute match, a bit like Michael's uh, and Undertaker. Undertaker, yeah. yeah. That's the sort of thing I want to see. Because this is going to sound like an odd thing. Because you remember when uh, Benoit won the Rumble? Yep. And he was had that bizarre thing where the big show where he kind of very, very, very suddenly teetered out of the ring. Yeah. Because he was having a headlock. I'd like to see that sort of thing with Brian. Because although despite all the horrible notes I had with them on the end, the, the, I think they're kind of similar in the workhorse tenacity wrestling way, if that was any sense at all. Yeah. I know it's an odd thing to mention. Sorry, guys, but you see what I mean. 
No, no, I completely agree. And what I and what I would love though, I would love him to be, for example, number one or two. I know, and that's a cliche as well. Daniel Bryan oh. to be like a number one or two. Sorry, for a second I thought you meant Benoit. No, <laughs> apparently there's going to be Benoit things on the network. He's going to be like in matches. Obviously, they're not going to hide. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is which is a change. Well, like yeah, awkward. What yeah. do you do? What do you do? But then what do you do? I mean, for example, leading up to Mania, you, 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 they, they could have okay. We're going to have the last ten Manias on our on our on-demand service. So one oh of them, yeah, yeah, leave him in for those. Yeah, definitely. they're not going to yeah. feature him. I think specifically like, like a documentary. But if there's a page no, that matches him, in, I would, yeah, I wouldn't show the documentary. <laughs> no, I, would, I wouldn't bother with that. Or the or the um the um the raw show that they did after his death when they when they before obviously they they found everything out. Uh, oh, I which was a mistake. I can't, I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, they had a Benoit tribute show. The paper, the, the Raw was cancelled, and they had a Benoit tribute show. And then it was on the Tuesday that they found everything out. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, How did I miss that? I've absolutely no idea. It's a long time oh, ago. Oh God! <laughs> I just remember reading Benoit dead after the pay per view, and I was like, oh my gosh! I was stunned. Yeah, because I was on, I was in a car going down to Plymouth for some for some work thing that I was doing at the time. I just got a text saying Benoit was dead. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you, 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 that's wrong. You, you can't send someone a text saying that. I'm, I'll never do. That. If I find that out, Mike, I'm never do that to you. I would call you first. Please do. I'll, I'll at least make the effort to call you first because you, 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 you can't do that and the problem is when you, when you get a text like that you think okay and when it's someone like, let's be honest I mean it's not like Benoit was ill as far as we knew at the time go, you know going yes. into it a bit, almost a bit like Eddie Grey it just happened so suddenly so it's a bit like yeah. do I believe this person or not kind of thing as well it was along those lines. It was along those. I'm starting to get the feeling we should talk about something else. Yes. Okay. Yes. Less, 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 less depressing. Would you? If uh, yes, if, I would. If Brian was not, you know, you're sitting in the director's chair, Vincent Manziel, Mike. So you're sitting there, right? Ha ha! Finally. But you've been told that Brian's not going to be in the main event at Mania, right? So he's not winning the Rumble. Would you get on the phone to Shawn Michaels then and beg him? Fuck yeah, I would. I would too. Uh, good. I'm glad because. Oh, I tell you what, for me, I can't, I can't think of a more exciting event than a, a Michaels Daniel Bryan match, including the promos going into it. If they did decide to do that, that would be a fantastic. Oh, kick after kick after sweet chin music after kip up, it would be brilliant. I know, and obviously, I think Daniel Bryan will be winning it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Have to. Have to. But I would, I would very much like a, a and I know it's a, it's becoming almost a cliche now. But I'd very that? much like a a taker um, Michaels, you know, like kick out of a lot of finishes, have a lot of oh, yeah. finishes, not knowing who's going to win. But with a probably, um, be, you know, because I think Michaels can still go a bit more faster pace. Not that that was a bad match by any means. Oh, yeah, it did be a bit quicker. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I just, I think when it comes to when it comes to the whole hell of a lot of kickouts and that sort of thing. I think that's just it, it, mania or not. That's just not what you expect from the big matches, if you see what I mean. No, no I think, if I think you got right. two guys who are, who are down as really, really tough, you would get that, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you would. You would. And it's basically Mike was coming out of you know he's so annoyed or he wants to prove something, so he's coming out of retirement, and you got Daniel Bryan here who needs to prove something. So yeah, and you, so you've got two very good reasons why both of them are going to be refusing to lose. You know, so. There you go. It would be, it would write itself. It's not one of those things that would write itself. So what would you do with Lesnar? What would I do with Lesnar? Yeah, in the perfect world. I'd take him to the shops, I don't know. Thanks. 
Absolutely. I would take Brock Lesnar out for a curry before he before we went back to his. That's lovely. Isn't it nice? I'm a, I'm a romantic. Yes, yes, you are. You're absolutely romantic. I would find the sweet, gentle side of, of Brock Lesnar just before we made love. <laughs> Is that the left or right side, then? Uh, well, from here, yeah. left, left. Okay, very good. Yeah. What would you do with Brock Lesnar? <laughs> uh, none of the above. Um, okay, fine. He's too much of a man for me. He's he's very oh he's, he's very mad. He's, <laughs> to be fair, I did like yes. I, I did laugh each time he screamed though when he, when he <laughs> threw Mark. I couldn't you know when he was screaming. Yes, it wasn't. It was. I'm not saying it was a. Uh, I shouldn't really ever go there because if if Brock Lesnar ever hears this, he's going to beat the crap out of me. And there's probably not. There's only two things I can do about it. Nothing and like it. I'd imagine. But <laughs> um, but. His screech reminded me of a of a fifteen year old uh, teenage boy going through puberty, not having his, you know what I mean, like in between the manly scream and the choir boy type oh, scream. You know, when you, your voice breaks. There is a thing. I don't know if there is, there's a uh, this is a bizarre thing to mention. I may have told you before. There's a there's a song by young pop starlet Taylor Swift. Okay. Right? And uh, where 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 she does this kind of ah scream right and. Um, People have have put together YouTube versions of the scream in the song being done by other things and other people. One of them is Taylor Swift is singing, and all of a sudden the scream is done by goats, which is very funny. <laughs> and there's another Edge. one, Edge, exactly. Yeah. And there's another one where the scream, the clip, it goes to a clip, and the scream is Brock Lesnar when he was at the we get Triple H at SummerSlam. I need to, we need to find that. And I, it's really weird. It's like. It's a, da, 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 uh, it's, it's a song called Troubles. Like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Trouble, trouble. It's really weird. <laughs> that was brilliant, though. It's bizarre, but you know, not many things will link Taylor Swift to Brock Lesnar, but apparently screaming in a bizarre way is one of them. Ah, there you go. But I don't like... Lesnar's amazing, but I don't like when it does those screams, because that's going to be intimidating. It just seems a bit forced. Yeah, yes, yes. And, and for a big man to make you laugh in a, in a I'm laughing at you, not with you type of way, um, it's not very good, because it needs to be scary. And It needs, it needs to be it's scary and, and very intimidating, but for a 287-pound, six-foot-two beast to all of a sudden make you go it's not quite what you have in mind <laughs> no no absolutely absolutely not so what would you, what do you do with randy orton what would i do with randy orton i'd ne- i wouldn't call back <laughs> would you say we'll call you about wrestlemania not the other way bye uh, what would you do with randy orton i'm sure he could do a job in the catering truck yeah a job yes i like that <laughs> hey, pun intended um no, that was that. He's going to that, put over the caterers. Hey, are the caterers a tag team? Yes. Ah, there's a thought. Are you are you saying that? Are you if he's putting over a shitty tag team? Are you saying? Are you actually saying, Jay? So WrestleMania this year, in the opening match, Randy Orton puts over three MB. Oh, that'd be hilarious. It really would, wouldn't it? It would be. Randy Orton, Big Show, and Mark Henry put over three MB <laughs> in an elimination match. And uh, we we basically have um, we basically have Drew McIntyre is the last one versus all three of them, and then he wins and somehow wins yes and some, yes and somehow wins and it's and it's a losing your fired match 
<laughs> the special referee, the great. Make, make, make it if you get pinned, you get fired. So that means Drew McIntyre's the only one there. No more Heath Slater. Uh, I guess that'd be all right. Oh. I, I, I wouldn't miss Heath Slater a hell of a lot. No, no. I, I mean, I like when they come out. They're, they're goofy comedy. Can't really, can't really take them seriously. I find them odd because, and also, as both a wrestling fan and a rock fan, even I, as a rock fan, find Heath later to be a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, I think the, what they are good for, though, and and it's probably not a, not a good thing ultimately, is if you got your random legend coming back to Raw that week, they come out and get beaten up by him. They're quite good for that, and I don't, you know. They are good for that, but unfortunately, <laughs> that's not a good thing. No, that just makes them jobbers. It does. It does. That <laughs> makes them the Rob Conway of 2014. There you go. The... <laughs> I don't know what else to say about the three-man band. I like their intro music. It's not horrible. The... It's, 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 in, it's in the top 50% of current entrance musics. Which ones do you like? Particularly, I've always I've always thought John Cena is good. I've always liked I've, the entrance music I like, and I think I mentioned it before. Is within a one second, you know exactly what wrestler it is. Yes, they're the best ones, definitely. Stone Cold, The of Rock, um, Triple H. You know the duh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edges. Yes. Uh, it's like as soon as you hear the first couple of bars of Dolph Ziggler's, you go yes, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I prefer, I probably, even though I like the song more now, I probably prefer Mysterio's old music to his new one. Even oh. though I prefer the song now. Do you, oh, do you mean Booyaka, Booyaka 6? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that I thought that was a lot more Rey mysterio and I thought that was really, really good with his character, even though the song he has now... What does he have now? I forgot. It's a P.O.D. song. It's, it's still Booyaka, Booyaka 619. yeah. But it, it's a song by, I think it's P.O.D. But it is, sure. it yeah. is P.O.D. They performed at Mania 23, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I, and although I like the song, I felt his one when he started in WWE was a lot better. Was that the, who keeps coming up the sky? Are yes, that one. yeah, yeah. Ah, that's the one you like. Fair yes. enough, fair enough. Okay. I think, it'd be, I think I'd be the other way around, but then again, I often am. No, well, <laughs> that, well, that's what's good about music and other things. We can have a different differing of opinions. I mean, what, what ones do you particularly like at the moment? Uh, a uh, cult of personality is a great song. Oh, song. Of course, but so I didn't know that song until about a year or so before it became punk's music. Oh, okay, I I heard it on Guitar Hero three, I went, oh, that's cool. I had no idea who they were, and then all of a sudden, I then when uh, I first heard it on WWE, I went, hang on a second, this is and Punk Water. I was like, holy shit! It was when he did the whole contract winning the belt and leaving thing. Yeah. And that was when he came back and I saw a rumour that he was coming back with that music. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. And then I heard that, uh, then I first heard da 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 I thought, hang on, it is true. It is true. It was true. It's true. It's damn true. Uh, I did like Kurt Angle's music. I did too. I liked Kurt Angle and I still yes. would if he knew what planet he was on. <laughs> I, I do think though he's got he's got at least one, one a couple more feuds in WWE on a part time basis. Definitely. Oh, that reminds me. You know, you said that you thought TNA could be on the way out because their spike deal expires soon. Yes. They've just signed a new multi year deal in the UK. Oh, okay. So they might be all right. I, I hope, hope they are. are. I, I I hope they are in a way as well. 
I hope they are, and then completely change but ridiculously. I do, th- I do think the way TNA are, are, and for the foreseeable future, I cannot see any position where TNA will reach the heights of between 2005, 6, and 7, uh, where they were potentially uh, a rival for WWE at some point, you know? Where you saw in 2006, 2007, you thought the momentum they had, they could actually rival WWE at some point. I can't you start, see that. You started to wonder, didn't you? And I can, I, to be honest, Mike, I can never... Ever, but I can never ever see uh, yeah. see me ha- me having that thought again about TNA. I could be obviously. I'd love to be proven wrong, but I agree completely. I mean, it's just a very very weird mix of unusual uh, unusual pushes, strange storylines, and Abyss wearing a tracksuit pretending to be his brother, who's himself. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, it's almost a case of they need to go away for a month. I know they won't, or two months, yeah, and come yeah. back as a completely different wrestling company it's and like start when, again. When, when WCW did their rebooting thing. And I, th- I, I think that's what they need to do. I know that sounds I, bad. No, no, I agree. I, it's, it's a bit odd when you're taking influence from a company that went tits up, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I think they do. And I think, for example, I mean, they could they could have, for example, like a live pay per view tournament for their main belt, and then have like you know, and then and then get the other belts decided um, either on their TV tapings or another pay per view. But I mean, I mean that that'd be awesome. That would be cool. I mean, I I do wonder what we're going to see when we see them in a few weeks because I haven't watched TNA since about. January no, last year. No, yeah, exactly. Um, well, no AJ Styles, even though he went, went as a champion, he's got a Ring of Honor contract supposedly. Oh, he's going back there. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, no more Hulk Hogan. No Sting. Yeah. Has Sting gone as well? Uh, potentially. I think I ha- I think he has, but I'm not unamazingly sure. You see, this is the odd. Th- it's an odd thing where when you hear about major wrestlers leaving a company, you're happy because they might then go to a good one. Yeah, but normally we'd think, I wish he left WWE so he could go to TNA. Do you remember when we were thinking that? And then we could really see what he's all about. I know, I know. It's a weird, weird shift, isn't it? Weird change. It is a weird change. Let me quickly see. I'm on Sting's wiki page. Okay. Um, Sting disbanded the main... On December the 19th edition of Impact Wrestling, Feast of Fired briefcase revealed to contain a future tag and also led to the firing of Chavo Guerrero. I don't know. Nothing's really mentioned for since December the 19th. And that was obviously filmed prior to December, wasn't it? Because they did the way they do their, the way they do their filming now. Good point. Good point. So, um, there's no, the fact that nothing has been said at all there... Makes you wonder. Yes. Makes you wonder. I mean, I just want to... We all know what we want. We all want to see him have just one big blow-off retirement match in the WWE. Well, I'd like to see him... I mean, uh, I'd love to see him against The Undertaker. However... We all, all want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that at SummerSlam. And not so, then, so then you won't know who wins. Yeah, and the problem is, if you have the first match at, at WrestleMania, you know the Undertaker's going to win. And if you had a rematch, you think... I mean, I mean, you know, Law of Averages suggests he's going to be the professional that he is, and it's going to be Sting winning, so they're even. And then you can have a payoff at that, you know, another pay-per-view or whatever. But that's why I'd like to see, like, um, at SummerSlam. Because let's be honest, Mike, we're, we're always going to watch Mania and be excited yes. to, to a certain degree. Yeah. Yes, indeed we will, yes. Um, maybe this year it proves to be wrong, but so far, I've always been excited going in, but quite, I mean, fairly often, um, perhaps too much recently, we've been disappointed going out. But we've always been excited going in. That, yes, I definitely. Think, right? Definitely. 
Um, uh, that, that, that's never been a no. Uh, a no. Uh, however, Sting and Undertaker, that made me so excited. If they did that at SummerSlam, I think a lot more people would buy SummerSlam, and, and I think it would get me just as excited for SummerSlam almost as, uh, as WrestleMania. Let me see. So do you mean, uh, this might not be what you meant, but even if not, I think it's quite a good point. If you put Sting and Taker on WrestleMania, you would give a slight spike... You would, to yeah. Show, to a show that's already going to sell. Yeah, if I mean, depending on what your other matches put, are, yeah. But what I mean is, if you put that on SummerSlam, you might see a big spike for a show that might have done okay. Yes, I think, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. There we go. I think you could be onto something there. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I've always been a big Sting fan. I always have been. Yeah. From the and, beginning. and from the selfish point of me, a part of me, I could think, okay, it's SummerSlam, I really don't have a clue who's going to win, and I wouldn't going into it, you know? Indeed. Do you put the part... Because both of them are probably going to be wrestling part-time, The Undertaker more so, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who's going to be put over more? Is it going to be The Undertaker, because he's a WWE guy through and through, Roots of Man's creation, or is it going to be Sting going over? Because after The Undertaker, they wanted a few with someone else and wanted him to be strong, or, or whatever. But you don't know, you know what I mean? You could argue for both. A bit like with the John Cena-Brock Lesnar thing. You could argue, There's a good argument for both, even though we both felt that it should have been Brock Lesnar going over, but it wasn't. But. I see, there's business sense to both of them. Yeah, yeah, and, and which makes it in a way even better to watch. Yeah, I mean, all, you, I mean, I had a similar feeling with the whole Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan match. Yes, indeed. I, I, you know, I figured Hulk Hogan might win, but I was like, well, you know, he's part time uh, and everything. But you, you didn't know for sure. Just like the Rock versus Hogan, just like the first John Cena Rock match, you weren't a hundred percent sure who was going over there. I would quite like to watch Hogan Michaels again, actually. I've got it. At the time, I watched it in the middle of the night, and I didn't really get into it. I watched it live. Yeah, we should watch that again. I do know that on the live feed, it's not on the DVD, you do see Hogan, I think, pick up the blade, or the referee pick up the blade or something. It's not a very good blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know someone's referred to not very good blade job (laughs) at some point. Because I find, but this is, you know... You know, I remember you saying in the past that there was one wrestler, I can't remember who it was, said that if you watch Rock Hogan with the sound off, it's not a good match. Yep. But when you have the crowd reaction, it's incredible. Yes. Because it's not so good technically, I've always found that match a bit overrated. So because of that, I'd be curious to see what how it stacks up against Hogan Michaels. I would probably say it's probably a better match because of Michaels. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Only just. Hmm. But more people are definitely for Hogan, whereas um, um, it was probably like a 70-30 at that Mania. And even they even booed Rock in the end as well. So I think at some point they were all for Hogan in that match. But It is what it is wonderful, but I know it's been said a thousand times, but just the fact that this is a guy who'd not been at WrestleMania for nine years. He was, in, he was like 47 years old, Hogan, at the time. Not that old, you know what I mean? In wrestling terms, perhaps he had, he walked out of the company, uh, if you want to call it that, call it that, years earlier, and yet the guys just adore him because they go, "Hang on a second, that's Hulk Hogan. He's incredible. I know. He's he's what this business was not founded on, but not far off. You know. I know absolutely. It's a wonderful little story in a way. It, it is, and, and another person we haven't mentioned is um. I would, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I would try and get Stone Cold Steve Austin involved in a match of some sorts. And he has said he'd like to go up against CM Punk if he did ever come back. I I still want to see Austin Hogan. 
I think we all do, but I think I think Hogan is in such bad shape now with all these operations that's unlikely to happen. And I think that boat has sailed. And a bit yeah. like a bit like some of boxing's greatest matches that never happened, like Manu Pacquiao and Mayweather. Um, I think I think that ship's sailed now, and it's not not going to happen. And I think even if it did now, the match would be laughable. Whereas about four or five years ago, it the, the I think the promos and the event leading up to it would have been enough for them to have an average match, which I don't think Hogan could have now. And I've said it time and time again, why wasn't it Hogan Austin instead of Hogan Rock? It was going to be, but Stone Cold didn't want to do it. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, apparently. Why? I think that was, um, I think that's been in the documentary. Oh, I never knew that. I assumed that it was just because Austin wasn't doing quite so well at the time. No. Blimey. I know. Fuck me, there's an ostrich. That's what you want to say. Isn't it? I, I um, can't. Yeah, I, I, you, you took the words out of my mouth, just like meatloaf. No, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, what are we going to call the show, by the way? Is we going to soup or puns or or taking Lesnar out for dinner? What are we going to go with? <laughs> I've no idea. What do you want to call it, Mike? What do you, I was going to call it "Welcome to 2014." I can't call it that now. Yeah, okay, let me think of something. Steve. <laughs> Steve! Call it WWE World Steve. No. Well, Why I can't, not? How can I call it Steve? Because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is WWE Pod Steve. Okay, for me to call it Steve. Okay, fair enough. You don't have to, obviously. No, I know. Don't, uh, I was, no, I, I, was I, will... I was thinking before you said Steve, WWE Pod instead of Super of the Day, I was going to put Super of the 2014. Uh, it works ish ish. I'll 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 leave. You're very good with titles. I'll leave it to you. Super Super of the Steve. Steve of the Day. Steve of the Day. Yes. Well, we did talk about two Steves. We did. <laughs> Steve Austin. Steve. Sting. Else? Sting. Very good. Uh, can we the other? Steve Blackman, how's he these days? I, I don't know. I like his entrance music, though. Yeah, his entrance music was really cool. It was a, it was a lot better than it should have been. It was a lot better than him. <laughs> oh, uh, well, he did peak with head cheese. He did, didn't he? That's uh, a strange uh, sentence. Uh, and his peak, I think he his peak lasted a lot longer than a certain Randy Orton, but never mind. Yes, it, well, that was in 2004. <laughs> I can barely remember <laughs> it. <laughs> That's still my... I think to this day, when I look through all the titles... I think a few stick out. Yes. Uh, I think Filth with what, 10% wrestling or something. That's a good one. Sleeves with 10% wrestling. That's the one. Yes. And I think that one and the Randy Orton one are probably my two favourites. Randy Orton Peter 2004. It, yeah. it is brilliant. Including your rhyme at the end. Um, yes, I listened, to I listened to that the other day. <laughs> I did. It was great. Randy Orton peaked in 2004. Ah... As I, before you take the show away, I was listening to the our six year one. Um, oh yeah, and the fact that um, we only noticed halfway through the show. Yeah, well, no, wasn't, well, it wasn't the five year one. <laughs> no, where's the five year one gone? So there you go. But never mind. The wonderful organisation. Absolutely, yeah, that there were an extra. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. It's great. It means it's off the cuff. It's fun. It, it, it is, it is. That's what, that's what keeps it fun for us. We don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that, uh, to be honest, other than normally the, mo- the most recent Raw, assuming Mike and I have watched it, Indeed. which sometimes doesn't happen, uh, um, yeah. and, and the news, we have no idea. And 
When you look at it, Mike, I would probably say that if you took um, all our shows, 50% of the time we end up talking to our listeners, um, when it is about wrestling, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. forget about it's probably about uh, about stuff that's happened in the past. Yes, that's true. And or predicting stuff that we, you know, or things we hope to happen, rather than the actual product, as in the present day product itself, you know? Well, if we try to talk about the future and just go weird, ladies and gentlemen, John Cena defeats Batista using the turbo thrusters on his spaceship. Wow. Turbo thrusters! Turbo thrusters, yes. You serious? Turbo thrusters, are you serious? Yeah, there you go. Anyway, I got it, I got it. From, uh, from, from duct tape to turbo thrusters, Mike, <laughs> take us away from Actually, our first that's show. Not, that's not a bad title for the show, from, from duct tape to turbo thrusters. Okay, okay, that'll be the title. From duct tape to turbo thrusters and Steve. Oh, there you go. That's the, That's the, the one. There you go. Take us away, Mike. Should we call it Steve Turbo Thrusters Blackman? <laughs> yes. Right, anyway, now time to close the show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, gather around. I'm going to do a little six degrees of separation, if you're familiar with that concept. Oh, uh, yeah, I used to do the Kevin Bacon one. Oh, yeah, oh yes, the center of the universe, all that sort of thing. I'm going to try and connect Steve Blackman... With what? Give me something. Cheese. That's fairly easy. <laughs> yes. But you need to do it in six moves. No, that's just need to stretch it out. Okay. Steve Blackman um, is obviously a professional wrestler, and he's a professional wrestler from America. Now, in America, they enjoy burgers, okay? Burgers uh, can sometimes include, you know, bacon. They can include beef. They can include all sorts of things. Uh, bacon, uh, burgers were invented in Hamburg. That, um, let's see here. One, two, three. Were invented in Hamburg, which is in Germany. Also in Germany, they have a lot of markets around Christmas time. At Christmas time, you tend to buy an awful lot of food such as Christmas food, like Christmas cake, Christmas puddings, and Christmas on those. Ones. You sometimes buy very nice crackers and things like, say, panettone, that's a, which panettone is a very nice thing you have because that's a type of bread. Oh, that's beautiful. And what rides a panettone? Mascarpone, which is a cheese. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies, the crap that you love, the universe, and now. Game. I'm gonna lose out this time.